I, I mean, we did, I don't have like a very bad memory of any show. Yeah. Like even the even the worst ones uh, for me are always fun. I mean, I'm playing. I don't know. We have we get some free beers. Yeah, as long <laughs> as we have free beers. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the 152nd episode of the Casa Inns Creation. I'm your host, Chris Deering. This is the show where I interview bands and public figures from the MathCore and MathCore adjacent community. If you enjoy this content, please like, subscribe, do all the things social. Every little bit helps. And feel free to join us every Sunday and Wednesday for the live cast where you can interact with the, uh, the guests in real time or just hang out in the chat. Uh, you can subscribe to this channel for just five bucks and you get access to the interviews before they hit YouTube and other streaming platforms, as well as get some exclusive emotes. Uh, you can also do that for free by attaching Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account. It's like taking five bucks from Jeff Bezos' pocket and putting it into mine. Uh, with that out of the way, let me introduce our guest today who dropped their sophomore album, Morir, back in April. Welcome in, Crossed. How's it going? Hello, oh, hello, guys. Hello. So did doing? I get the album name right, Morir? Is that it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Hey, all right. I'm usually really bad with these kinds of uh, these kinds of names, so that's, that's awesome. Um, so why don't you tell us who you are and what you do in the band? Okay, so uh, my name is Rodrigo and I play bass. Bass. <laughs> I'm Danny and I play drums. And I'm Ruben and I play guitar. Uh, so you dropped your first release, uh, Language Disillusion, because everything is in Eternal Void in 2018. Is that when you guys got together? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we recorded that uh, pretty much, uh, pretty close to when we started. Oh, nice. Okay, well, how did the band get together? It. Yeah. We made that in our rehearsal space with two mics and yeah, nice. and a, very slow yeah a very shitty computer <laughs> and very stress, well, a very stressful experience, but yeah, we, we saw that. Yeah. So how did y'all find each other? Oh, we've been known each other like for a while. Um, yeah, I know. I I, I actually met uh, Daniel like fifteen years ago, more or less. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. Randomly at the show, and we've been uh, we all had like previous bands, and we've been like playing, uh, rehearsing the same space, more yeah. or less. And one night we decided to get together. Yeah. Well, uh, how did Ruben get in here? How'd you get in here, Ruben? Uh, yeah, we, we we met because I, I play in a band called Bonflower and we had the same uh, space to Mr. Mind, that was Rodrigo uh, uh, band. And yeah, we become friends like in five or six years ago. Wow, um, nice. So you all have known each other for a long time then. This is more like a family now at this point, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the rehearsal space is, is where we all met. Yeah, where we yeah because it's very expensive, so you have to share it with a lot of bands. So this is how you we met, you know. Are multiple people sharing your room? Like multiple people it's, are in the same room? rehearsal space? Yeah, yeah. We're like six bands. Six bands. Yeah. How do you <laughs> like schedule that? That's wild. We we get Fridays, and yeah. like each of us can get like one day that should be theirs, and the rest of the free time we have to ask if there's yeah. Whoever comes uh, first, but yeah, Jeez. basically we just have one day per band, and that's what we. That's get. crazy. Is that enough time for you guys to like rehearse and stuff like that? Oh um, yeah, <laughs> especially because yeah. you have a Friday, uh, so that means that you can't even like rehearse if you have a show on a Friday, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we we try to to change with another band like right. hey, we're playing Friday. So yeah. But yeah, it's <laughs> we like we like Fridays because we just go there, we can drink some, and then afterwards we get out together and have fun. So yeah. So it's not like going to rehearse and go home. It's always good because right. it's like a plan Friday. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, man. It sounds like a lot of uh, a lot of work just to like be in a band, then like to have to work your uh, schedule around that stuff. Um, so you dropped your debut album, barely ba- barely buried love, in 2020, and now you're back with your sophomore album, Muddier. How has your sound evolved since then? Since the debut. Uh, well, with this uh, with this album, I feel like uh, we tried to make uh, the strong part parts stronger and the softer parts even more soft like yeah. we try to make it uh, to move it to the extremes like i don't know we try that but we don't have like uh, we don't talk too much about what do we want to do we just go to the rehearsal space yeah. and try some riffs and jam a bit i don't know yeah there's no like a lot of uh, thoughts put before before yeah, we just go and play and this is what yeah. we get maybe the next album is going to sound very different but because we just this is what how we felt in the moment. So there wasn't any conscious decision much, like to, no. to change any any sound up in particular. It just this is just sort of what happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we wanted to make uh, to make it a bit more complicated. That was yeah. What, when we were doing it, we were thinking yeah to try to make more rough, more aggressive, and also a bit more complicated, which is hard for live shows <laughs> because we're not that good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, what genre do you classify yourselves as? Since every song is a is a is a is a genre, Uh, I don't know. I I cannot say metalcore with math and black metal. They're all together. Okay, okay, Uh, but no, I'd actually kind kind of agree with you that uh, every song kind of uh, focuses more on like certain aspects of the sound or whatever. Um, I I guess overall, I would call you. Black and industrial hardcore or metalcore, I guess. Uh, I like that one. I like the industrial thing. Well, because you do have some like noisy stuff going on too. Uh, you actually yeah, kind yeah. of remind me of uh, Harriet. Have you heard the band Harriet? Her, uh, I think uh, it's like yeah. uh, altogether Harriet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, from from yeah. the UK. Yeah, they just dropped an yeah, yeah. earlier this year. Yeah, there's parts that really remind me of them, which I feel like they're kind of on like the cutting edge. So I feel like you guys are kind of in that same space as well. But you inject like uh uh I wouldn't call it raw black metal, but it's it's like very much black metal. Like a lot of uh, deathcore bands would say that they're, you know, black in deathcore or whatever, but that's just because of like some kind of atmosphere. But you guys like literally have black metal parts in in this. Like it's like a, a yeah. main thing. So I feel like you guys are on like the cutting edge of, of this kind of sound because I, I can't think of any band that quite sounds like you guys. So congrats on oh, that. You, hey, you made Thank a fantastic you. album. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, our singer, uh, Miguel, the other guy, uh, that also, also plays guitar and he's a big black metal fan. So yeah. Yeah, he always have, he, he used to have like a black metal with him, band with him yeah. Yeah. named Eros Plus Massacre. And they were very good. You should check them out. Yeah, I used to play guitar in that band, but now I play drums and I figured out how to play blast beat. So I want to play blast beat all the time. <laughs> so this is why it sounds a bit black metal. But it's not the, it's not our idea to sound like black metal. It just happens like that. At the beginning, we wanted to be like a ceremonial trash talk. Harmony. Yeah, that was our idea. When we got together, we said, let's, let's form a band that sounds a little bit like ceremony and trash talk. 
but that was very hard. We didn't know how to make, it. It how to make a song like Trash Talk <laughs> or Ceremony, so we oh, just Trench said, Lung? It. The band Trench Lung? Let's do whatever we... What, sorry? Are you saying the band Trench Lung, or what, what were you saying? Oh, Trash, trash Talk. talk. Trash talk. Hmm, I, I'm not familiar with them. Uh, we're probably not saying it Maybe, correctly. Yeah. It's a trash talk, like when you talk trash to someone. No, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Okay. I've just never heard of the band before. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like a hardcore yeah. power violence band from uh, LA. California. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Huh. They're good. They're quite good. Um, what influences go into your current sound? Oof. I think, uh, like bands. I yeah, we say Converge. It's like our main influence, like yeah. for all of us together. But we don't sound too much like them either. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, we, uh, I think at this point, we don't have like a proper band influence. Maybe at the beginning when we were trying to find our sound, we were like more thinking like, yeah, let's sound like this or like that. Right now, we just make songs that, I don't know. We never thought too much about any band. Well, I mean, I guess each of you probably brings something else to the table, like in terms of influences. What about like individually? I guess what are like your big the big bands that uh, you're pulling stuff from? I think maybe I'm more fond of the metal sounds or metal bands, and yeah, we we try to to sound like a like a metal band, like trying to play metal, but not in a metal like a metal band would do it like for example rodrigo <laughs> hates metal so it's like trying to play metal or kind of mix of hardcore and metal without sounding like a like all all the bands the metal bands or metalcore bands that had the same sound i think we sound different um yeah it's like kind of like that. Well, like, so what band would you say is like a big influence on you? Like Rodrigo, I think Converge is the, the the biggest influence for all of us. But yeah, it's actually the only band that we all like. <laughs> oh, really? Converge. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, Converge and Ceremony and, and Slipknot. <laughs> Slipknot, maybe. Okay. Okay. Well, oh, where, where does the black metal Converge. thing come from? Like, are you all fans of black metal then, or? No, yeah. just just Miguel. Miguel is the biggest fan. I mean, I like black I like metal it bands, but I mean, we really, I really like Death Heaven and Liturgy, but it's like the Wolf in the Throne, like the new black metal bands. I mean, the old ones are like too thin for me, I guess. Thin. Yeah, yeah. Like sounding soft. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, they're they're very repetitive sounding. Like all the songs yeah. kind of sound the same after a while. I got you. Yeah. I, I'm Miguel actually with you. Like I really man. like a black metal influence, but not a black metal band like on its own. Ever so, I, I yeah. totally understand. Yeah, that's exactly it. because I really like the atmosphere and the last beat, of course, and everything. But yeah, like a proper black metal album, it's very hard for me to listen complete. Uh, so you guys were saying that you kind of just like get in the room and start writing riffs and putting things together that way. Is that like how it, how it is, or is somebody like mainly driving the process? To, does somebody bring in most of the riffs and stuff, or how, how does that work with y'all? I would say Miguel is the one that uh, makes more riffs, but uh, he he does play guitar as well. So he sometimes he creates like the main riff, or Ruben also makes like riffs. I, I'm the one that uh, has less. Musical knowledge, so I basically play whatever they 
I, I, I have a lot of opinions. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. But that's good, you know, that, that, that's good because you have to do something when we are writing yeah. a song, you have to be part of it. So, yeah. you know, in, in the rehearsal space, we, we, we never bring stuff from home. We just play, we just create everything in, in, the, in the moment. And when Miguel, Doc, he, he run out of ideas, I, take, I, I get the guitar and play something. When I write, run out of ideas, Ruben starts to play, but Rodrigo always say, no, more like this, less like, you know, like this shorter, let's play slower, like, or uh, heavier, or, you know. So this is how we create, like four of us doing the same thing. And this, this is how, how we do it, basically. Yeah, I can get down with that. Uh, <laughs> so this is recorded and mixed at the uh, Cal Pal Studios by Bor, Bor, I'm not even trying to say the name. I'll let you say the Bor name. What was it? Borja. Borja. Okay. And, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so how did how is it working with working with him? Um, he's a he's a friend of us. Like uh, he he used to record uh, my previous band uh, when he was just starting recording because he was like the uh, assistant from a very big, uh, kind of big guy here in Spain. So yeah, he recorded us and we got along very good. So for the next album, we decided let's just go with him. So he recorded Burning Very Love and Morir. He did both of them. And this one was uh, was recorded in a, a very nice It's like a like a big old house in the middle of the. It's not forest. It's like a it's like vine, vineyard. Yeah, in okay. the middle of a vineyard. And so it's like a it's like kind of uh, going on holidays to go to record yeah. because it's a big house. You can cook stuff. Yeah. You can be just hanging out there. Dude, that sounds so sick. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it's great. It's like a villa. I don't know how you say. Like it. a very very small. Village, very small. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah it's it's yeah. very nice. You that you only can arrive there by car. It's like in the middle of nowhere, and it's very good. Sounds awesome. It's very relaxing. Yeah, very, very relaxing. How long were y'all there for? Oh, uh, we were there for like uh, six days, but we recorded it on four and a half, maybe. Nice, nice. So just two days to chill out. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Basically, <laughs> he started he started meeting, so we went on a hike and. Yeah, no, we just were around and he came, we came back and he showed us a bit of the mix and everything. It was great. That Actually, awesome. some of our friends are there right now and I'm very jealous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah nice, nice. Uh, so then you got it mastered by Brad Boatwright because everybody gets everything mastered by Brad Boatwright. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine yeah. that was a really smooth process. To. Right, yeah. right, you have to. Uh, but yeah, I imagine that was a very smooth process. Everybody always tells me he gets it done really quickly. So I assume no issues there. He actually sends you like a cheese sauce recipe on the on the mix credits. It's very good. I haven't tried it, but I, I like the DJ. Uh, so the artwork was done by uh, Rodrigo. Oh, is that you guys? Yeah, it's me. Him. Oh my God! Hey, how's it yeah. going? Alrighty. Uh, well, we got it up on screen. Uh, you want to tell us a little bit about the album cover? Uh, you probably can't see it, but we can. Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, this uh, the, it's it's made by me and Miguel, the uh, the guy that wasn't here, that oh, wasn't okay. here, senior. And uh, <laughs> the the hand is from Ruben. <laughs> the hand appearing on the cover is his. Okay. His hand. His hand. Famous hand. <laughs> uh, show that hand, Ruben. Ring like, master. The ring. Get the hand. Oh, but you don't yeah, have the ring. I know, no. 
I mean, uh, sure, uh, uh, Miguel and me, uh, we, uh, he studied design and I, I studied fine arts and illustration. So when we get together, we try to make a kind of a blend of both points of view. So we just get together in a room, speaks a bit. Uh, we talk about, I don't know, like some influences and start scrolling on the internet. And then we eventually found a definite picture that we really liked. So we cropped it and we said, oh, it would be really good if we make something like this. And we really like the, the cover of this um, infamous band, uh, Jungle in the Way, that they have the knife with the, with the album, uh, with, the co- with the logo tattooed on the head. So we thought it would be a nice, a nice idea to make like the ring with uh, our logo. So we don't have to put any, any uh, any lyrics, not, not lyrics, any text on the cover. We wanted to be like a proper, like a proper image that would, would be very powerful. And uh, the album title is Morir. So we wanted uh, to show more or less, uh, it's kind of like the action when you're like, um, uh, at, at the funeral, you're with the flowers in your hand. Morning. It's something like that. So it's some, yeah, it's like a steal from a funeral. So yeah, it, so it would match with the title and everything. But we wanted to make like a powerful image with no text. Oh, powerful enough to try that. So what, what's on the ring exactly then? Is it the uh, little, logo. Uh, logo. Uh, little circular logo thing you were sending me earlier? Yeah. It's yeah. The one oh, I the... see it. Okay, that's fucking sick. Yeah. Huh. Nice. We asked like to a jeweler. Yeah. To a, well, a ring maker, I know. So we gave him the logo and he etched it. It's a silver ring yeah, with the logo etched with acid. Nice. It was nice. Damn. How much did that cost? Not too much. I think it was 150 Yeah, that's too much. Not too much. It's like, oh, a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. That's but That was like the whole cost of the artwork because right. uh, we did it ourselves and everything. So it wasn't that much. We said, okay. He actually paid half because he kept it. <laughs> so yeah, seventy-five euros is the total cost of all the, the album cover. Yeah. Uh, so what's next for you guys? You guys like planning on going on tour or anything like that? Oh, uh, actually, we're trying to make like a European tour on Are we? December. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, let's go. Uh, <laughs> It's uh, yeah with uh, our friends Vibora. I we're, we're still checking if we if, if, if uh, we're going to be able to do it, but we have some dates that are saying yes. It's mainly France, Italy, Switzerland, like the close the close countries because yeah, there's not too much time. It's only ten days. Right. Okay. Okay. Let's well, try. Yeah. Is that your first time outside of uh, uh, Spain? Oh, with this band, with this oh, band. Oh, we, no, we, we went. We went to Portugal. To Portugal, like okay. uh, two weeks ago, maybe or three. Yeah. But you know, it's like five hours ago. It's, yeah. it's five hours away in the, by car, you know. So it's not like yeah, it's, it, it's, you don't feel like you are in a, in, a, in another country because it's too close. <laughs> but okay. but yeah. Dude, that's we wild, to- man. Like, in the United <laughs> States, dude, like, in Texas, I could drive for 10 hours and be in the same state. So that's you crazy. See, yeah, so right. another country. Just like that. Just in your hometown. <laughs> uh, so what's the best show you guys have played? Oh, best I, show. I would say uh, the last show we played in Madrid, it was, like, the um, presentation the of our year. 
really it was cool. awesome. It was like uh, with friends. We played with Lazarus and with Oscuro Culto, that both are friends of us. And it was a sold out show. And I don't know, people knew the lyrics of the songs. It was, yeah, that was crazy. crazy man. People like, just singing the lyrics. Yeah. And people, like, how do you understand that? That's funny. People got crazy. It, it was great. I mean, <laughs> it was like a big surprise. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. We came from a small tour and we were like mm, yeah, heat, no, hot. I know we were like uh, very greased, like for the show. And I think we all enjoyed it. And it was great. Dude, that's fucking sick. Uh, what yeah. about the rest of y'all? Or is that the same? Is that, is that other? I'm sorry. Is that also y'all's? Y'all the other? I'm sorry. Do y'all have other uh, uh, best shows? I guess uh, like Ruben, for example. For me, I, I was going to say the same as Rodrigo. I think this is the first time that we saw people singing our songs like really into us um yeah i think also the first uh, ever i think is at the same time the best and the worst because we play uh, in front of like i don't know maybe 600 people for the first time (laughs) it was my first time playing guitar it was the first (laughs) time uh, for rodrigo playing bass so it was at the same time like really we were really nervous and it was really great because it was a lot of people and people were mossing a lot because uh, we were the first uh, band and all their bigger bands were playing after us but yeah people were like just mossing and it was it was great but at the same time was it was hard for us too it was stressful yeah is that like a festival or something it was like a small festival because but, uh, there was a band that uh, they were kind of big here in, in Madrid and they did a solid sold out show in a proper venue, but uh, their roots are more do-it-yourself. So they decided to make a free show in a, in a kind of a squat. It's not a squat, but it's like, it's a, like a legal squat. It's like a legal squat in yeah. an old tobacco factory here in Madrid. And it was very crowded because it was free and they were big. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, it was. We were on the inside, and we went outside to have a, have a beer or something. And we saw the light, and it was like, "Oh man, that's yeah. going to be." It was very, very long. You know, <laughs> a lot of teenagers with tattoo, and you know, <laughs> it was great. That's fucking yeah. sick! Oh my god, that's so awesome. Yeah, it was. It was, it was fun. <laughs> What's the worst show you guys have played? Oh, the worst oh, show in Cordoba for sure. <laughs> on a Sunday in Cordoba and it's like the hottest place in Spain and we play like for I don't know four people no it wasn't four it was like 15 or something yeah four people it, was, it wasn't too crowded <laughs> and it was the very last show of the tour that's, my, were... that's my experience that was the worst one and I thought I think that I had COVID because oh, I felt really bad yes I felt really I, yeah. I wasn't feeling okay I, I was just very hot and I couldn't play properly uh, the middle of nowhere. Was awful, man. <laughs> On a Sunday, we still had some fun. <laughs> but yeah, well, it was, yeah. Okay. I, I mean, we did, I don't have like a very bad memory of any show. Yeah, like even the even the worst ones uh, for me are always fun. I mean, I'm playing. I don't. Know, we had we get some free beers. Yeah, as long <laughs> as we have free beers. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, uh, so you guys have tote bags, vinyl, and shirts on Bandcamper. I guess your shirts are sold out still. We we kind of have some tour leftovers, but uh, we always have like a lot of problems with uh, 
with our catalog because we don't know how many shirts we have and everything. So we something we put them on the band card, we sell them, then we don't have. So this time we wanted to make it uh, properly. So we said, hey, let's go to the uh, rehearsal space, count them and everything. But uh, after the tour, we've been like doing a lot of stuff and we didn't have any time. So we have, we have some tour leftovers. We have some. We still have some records, but we'll have some of the newest, newest stuff uploaded there. I think next week when we count them. <laughs> okay. But yeah, um, I can show you a shirt because I have one here. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> How the tote bag's been selling for you guys? Is that a, is that a good one? Do people buy that? The what? The tote bags? Ah, oh. yeah. People buy it. In Spain, it's, it's kind of a big thing. Oh, really? Okay. Dude, that's sick. I yeah. love that. I don't know. It's just, you know, people buy that thing. Yeah, yeah. Every, gig, every band have one. Yeah, it's, it's cheap. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's cheap to make. It's cheap to sell. So everybody yeah. everybody have one. I use them a lot in, in summer because I don't like stuff in my pockets. So yeah, I always carry one. Yeah. Oh, I've been wondering about uh, getting some made too, so that's really interesting. But, um, so let's close this out with your album of the year for. Uh, for th- I'm sorry, with your album of the year so far. Uh, we're we're checking uh, some list because I, yeah. I haven't listened to many too many albums from this exact year. I know because I think a lot of bands made a lot of records like uh, last year that were amazing, but this year I don't know uh, we were talking about uh, drug charge hygiene. I really like that, um, but I you know other than that, I didn't. I haven't listened to too many. Oh, what I mean, about really last like, year then? What was your album of the year for last year then? Oh, it's, uh, I think uh, Turnstile Glow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Was I mean, I think they they made a really good album. Like I wanted to hate it, but I couldn't. <laughs> I really like it. Yeah, I want to hate them, but I couldn't. I like that one. <laughs> I know. For me, I think it was every time I die, maybe. Oh yeah. Okay. As yeah, band. I know that that's that's actually for no, it's yes, last year, last yeah. year, radical. I love that band. Yeah, I think that was the best one, best riffs ever. Yeah, best riffs ever. <laughs> what about you, Ruben? Yeah, I would say that uh, Candy new album is going to be the best of this year, and there is only three singles out, but those three singles are like the best I ever heard this year so i think it is going to be the the candy's new album that's one that i need to uh check up on i haven't listened yet but i've heard some good things yeah it's it's really really good well is there anything th- else oh sorry what's up oh yeah i was thinking of they new album is from this year right they yes they. yeah i forget yeah, what, the, what it's have, called yeah. but yeah they just dropped some yeah yeah i really like that one actually yeah okay um, anything else you guys want to say before we get on out of here? Um, I don't really know. Come to Spain to see us. Yeah, <laughs> bring, Spain, man. <laughs> bring, bring them to Texas. We'll happily play there for some yeah, years. Do we'll it, do it. Come on over. <laughs> amazing, man. Well, uh, if you want to hear some innovative uh, metalcore, you need to check out Marir, the sophomore album from Crossed, which dropped back in April. Uh, working, or, I'm sorry, you guys are on Facebook, Bandcamp, Instagram, uh, I believe, yeah, you're on YouTube, uh, all streaming platforms. Uh, am I missing any kind of like uh, social stuff? Any uh, websites you want to send people to? No, I think those are our main things. We yeah. mainly operate through Instagram. Yeah. Okay. That's the main one, is Instagram for sure. 
Um, as for me, drop my channel, follow so you always know when I go live. You can also sub to get access to the interviews before they hit YouTube and streaming services, as well as get some, ex some exclusive emotes. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. YouTube folks, if you enjoyed the video, please drop a like, click on the notification bell, don't forget to subscribe. It's a great way to support me for free. Check out my music, The Sound of Inscreation, at soundinscreation.bandcamp.com. My album, Boomers, Zoomers, Desperate Coomers, is out now. My next guest is, uh, is International Math Core Act, Meow Grave, featuring members of uh, Focus Rights, who dropped their debut album, Our Only Reason to Live, back in May. Join us this Wednesday, the 22nd, at 12 p.m. Central, for the live cast. Thanks for being here, guys. Hope you had a good time. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Thank you very much for doing this. Yeah, man. Thank you very, very, very it was, much. Uh, it was a great time. And thank you guys for watching and listening. Why take the